The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, and today on the Email Marketing Show, we are discussing our predictions for 2021. It's what we believe is going to be the most important stuff in email marketing this coming year. Now, when this podcast episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're sat there on your own with questions about how this applies to you in your business. So come and hang out in our totally free Facebook group, our community, where you get to share what you're working on and get stuck into all of the training and the resources and ask questions and help other people. It's blooming awesome. Just go to Facebook and search for The Email Marketing Show Community, catchy, and you'll go straight there. The Email Marketing Show Community. There it is. He would love to be famous, but purely just so he gets involved Invited to be on TV's Dancing on Ice, it's hypnotist Robert Temple. And he plays on his PS4 for an hour every day before work. It's the mind reader, Kennedy. Let's start the show. Are you any good at ice skating then? Well, I've been quite a few times, but I am absolutely dreadful at it. It's one of those things where when you first get started, you have to like cling to the edge all the way around because mm-hmm. I've forgotten how to balance. But once you get going, at least I can make it around the outside without falling over. You're going to go around the outside, around the outside. <laughs> There's not a PS4 game about ice skating. There's a skiing one, I think. There's that. What's that bloke called in the skiing thing? What? I don't ever want to go skiing. Hello, welcome to the Email Marketing Show. We are here every single week giving course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business. That's what we're here for. If you haven't already, make sure that you smash the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode of the show because I know you're busy and you don't want to miss an episode of this. In fact, as you're listening to this right now, do us a favor, take a photograph of yourself if you can, or if not, maybe just a screenshot of the podcast and share it on social media. Tag us at Robin Kennedy on virtually everything and show us what you're up to. Tell us that you're listening to the podcast. Spread the word, please. It'll help get more people listening to this awesome stuff. It will. And obviously we get to fix email marketing throughout the world. So it's uh, it's 2021. Here we are. We're facing it. We're looking at it. Uh, we're partway through the beginning now, of course. But what do we think is really going to be important in the coming year? Because email marketing does change. Uh, the priorities of the world changes, of course. Um, what do you? What do you mean? What's one of your big things that you're thinking? Twenty twenty one is the year when we need to focus on like what. I think sending emails is probably going to be a a really big thing. If we start sending emails rather than just thinking about it, that's going to help. No. Um, So I think (laughs) obviously one of the really big things that we talk about all of the time is engagement, is, is working on engagement of your email list. We are collectively trying to get away from this idea of emailing, bombarding people with emails until they buy, die or unsubscribe, just build a massive list and beat them over the head with emails so that you, you know, you might, if you know, if you've got a list of a hundred thousand people and 3% of them open your emails, you might go, well, that's still quite a lot of people. That's 3000 people open my email every day, but actually, you know what? That's really expensive. It's hard to manage. It's not doing your email marketing any good. So instead we need to focus on actually having a really small list that, that actively works. In fact, I'm going to go as far as to say this. I recently had a, an email marketing platform that I was paying for, 
with room for 20,000 subscribers in it for one of my businesses. And I was paying for it. And the reason I kept paying for it was I had like a legacy price. So I signed up 10 years ago. And so I had the price from 10 years ago, not the price you'd have if you got it today. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, I was like clinging on to it, thinking I'll probably use that one day. And actually recently I just got rid of it. And I said, you know what? I'm not interested. I'm going to, I'm going to get a different platform because I don't want to have a list of 20,000 people necessarily anymore because you can do a lot more damage with a lot smaller list and be more profitable with it if you're willing to manage the engagement of those people. In other words, if you're willing to like chop off a whole raft of people who are not paying attention anymore and they're probably not going to buy anything anymore, you can make the same amount of money from a much smaller segment of your list. And actually, if you ignore the vanity metrics of how big your whopper of a list is and instead focus on how much money you actually take home, that's a much better place to be, right? And we talk about that a lot, haven't we? Like, you can't pay the bills. You can't grow a business. You can't create freedom or achieve any of your goals with a big old list of, of email subscribers. Like, it doesn't matter how big a list you're wielding. It, it really doesn't matter. It's all about what value are you getting from that list as a business, right? Or if you're if you're an, if you're a non you know nonprofit, for example, I know we have a couple of, of those guys listening. It's about the the number of people who who's who what you're having an impact on. And if you're not ha- getting any engagement, you're not having an impact on them. Let's be honest, right? If people are not engaging, and what we mean here is people are not actually opening and reading, clicking, replying to, forwarding, actually getting involved in your emails. If they're just seeing your name and like deleting it, or worse, just not even opening it, not even bothering deleting it in your inbox, they're not engaging. And that literally serves nobody. In terms of them themselves, the person who's subscribed, they are not getting value from your emails because they're not reading them. So they're not getting value from you. Secondly, you're not able to get any value from them because you're not, they're not opening your emails. So you, they, you can't make sales offers to them. And third, and this is the most terrifying part of it all, is all of the people who do like receiving from you, their ability to receive from you is negatively impacted by the people who are not opening your emails. You're damaging your reputation with the email platforms. So some of the people who do want to receive emails from you, who do see value in you, who you can get value from, aren't seeing your emails. So no one's winning from that situation. So I think we need to have a massive focus on engagement. And that all comes down to making sure that in every single email you send, you ask directly for some kind of engagement, whether it's click a link, reply to this thing, go check this out, forward it, whatever it's going to be, just to make sure that you're getting engagement with those emails. So this is definitely the year as the as the spam world tightens up even further because everything on the internet's a scam, don't you know? So we need to remember that all these algorithms are going to get smarter. So engagement is going to be massive. For me, I think the next thing is all going to be about giving people a reason to actually open your emails. What I mean by that is if all that you email, and loads of people are guilty of this, I know we could, I can look back at my, my older, my previous self and see that I used to only email people when I had a new offer. Hey, here's my new thing. Or I was leading up to an offer, giving some value in advance of an offer, framing the offer. Lots of people only email, hey, here's the next thing I've got, the next product, the next service, the next thing. The problem with that is if I receive an email, 
If you receive an email right now from somebody and you know the only thing they email you about is other products, you the only reason to ever open that email is to see what they've got on sale right now or to see if, it, if there's a discount on the thing you've been holding out for. But if you're not in the zone right now, if you're not in a place where you're looking to buy something from the category of stuff that that person sells, then you've got no reason at all to open that person's emails. Whereas... To, if you actually give people a reason to open their emails, which is not, there might be a discount code or there might be a thing they want to buy. If it's actually that there is value in the email themselves, that they can they can enjoy that value and they get, get value from, then there's a reason to open that email regardless of whether I need to have my credit card in my hand or not. Right, absolutely. I think what I really want to pull out of that is this idea that at the minute, we think of emails as being a bit like a lot of people, not us, a lot of people think of email as being a bit like, you know, when somebody comes around the doors and like puts a catalog through your letterbox, you only look at that if you're interested in the idea of, oh, well, I might want to buy some new Tupperware boxes or something. Yeah. Like I might need a new duster or I might want to see what gadget I can add in my kitchen and never use. But the rest of us, like the rest of the time, just throw that away. Just don't use it. Don't even look at it. And your emails become that thing. They do. And even even the big supermarkets have realized this is the case. In the UK, if you go to Marks and Spencers, right, and over, over all of Christmas, if you look back at Christmas, right, they had all of their stuff inside on the lead up of Christmas of here's the beautiful turkey you can get and here's all this stuff. But what they, they switch on the fact that people won't read them if there's no value in that. It's a free magazine. It's a free catalog. So what do they do? They put in beautiful turkey recipes. They do it at Aldi. They do it at Tesco. They do it everywhere. They give you great recipes. Here's some great Christmas soups and all this stuff. So there's a reason to pick that catalogue up because, and that's the reason we've still got two or three of them lying around in the kitchen even now because we know there's some great recipes in that in that thing. So there's value in the offer and they are catalogues which are selling products directly. So we've got engagement and we think value is the second one. Interestingly, in that example you just gave, just to wrap that up, obviously the, the a lot of the articles and the stuff that you're getting there, like recipes, is stuff that you can do with the stuff you're going to go and buy from that shop. So like, it's not like defeating the purpose. It's not like, here's the perfect 10 places to go camping next week when you don't sell anything related to camping. It's literally a load of stuff that is valuable in its own right, but it's congruent and it makes sense that you're going to be able to get better results from the stuff you can then go and buy from that shop. And by the way, Kennedy, I have to say, that jumper you're wearing makes a lot more sense. Now I know you've been to Marks and Spencer's just before. <laughs> I'll have you know, this is a designer brand jumper. Uh, this is This is a barber jumper. Oh, lovely. Somebody designed it. <laughs> Somebody did design it. So the next, th what do you think the next is? So we've got engagement, we've got value, and making sure there's a reason to open their emails. What else do you think 2021 is going to be about? I'm glad we're not making this into a four-letter acronym because so far it's EV and I can't see it's going to go very well. Uh, it, so oh, it, could have, it was nearly elves. It could have done it as a Christmas special. Damn, the, the magical Christmas elves of email. Soddy, scrap it. We're going to do it again next year. Don't record anymore. Hey, this is Robin Kennedy. <laughs> 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 Merry Christmas, everyone! The next one, I think the next really important thing is segmentation. Is this idea of realizing that not everybody in your list is there for the same reason, is in the same stage, wants the same thing, has the same problems, or realizes they've got the same problems. One of the things that I think we really have to do is to dig in as business owners and realize that the stuff that we know about what we teach or what we sell or how we serve our audience is actually 
a lot more detailed in our heads than it is in our customers' heads. So a lot of the time, we know that our customers aren't searching for the thing that we deliver because they're, so for example, if you've got some magical way of solving back pain and your customers have never, or your potential customers have never heard of that thing, they're not searching for it, like this magic therapy thing you've got. They're searching for back pain and therefore you have to, you get them in and grab their attention by talking about the problem they know they're suffering from and the, the stuff they know they've got. And that could be a whole bunch of different things. Your audience probably think about what it is that you serve in different ways. Some of them are going to be thinking about it as one thing. Some of them are going to be thinking about it as something else. And so you've got to make sure that you are talking to everybody about the thing that makes the most sense to them. So there are loads of different ways, of course, you can start to segment people to make your marketing more relevant to them. You can break it down based on the terminology they use, their stage of business or their stage of life, if, if it's more B to C type thing, um, that, you know, their pain points and how they describe them, whereabouts in the world they live, what gender are they, what age bracket do they fall into. We could go on forever. There, you know, there's an enormous list of different ways you can segment people. But again, I think in order to make sure that you are remaining front of mind, you become the expert authority in your audience's heads then this segmentation thing is becoming more and more important to make sure that you stay relevant. Right? Well, I think one of the things we've talked about since the very beginning of, uh, of founding email marketing heroes is this idea of relevance, right? At the end of the day, the reason people stop opening emails is because those emails have become irrelevant to them. And it might be because of something you've changed or it was a, a misalignment of expectation. They thought you were going to talk about one thing when you actually talk about something else, or indeed they have changed. Um, and that can definitely happen. And the only way to really keep a handle on that is through this relevance thing. It's through this. It's actually through doing good segmentation, right? Um, so one of the things, you, the other thing, another really important thing to do with segmentation is yes, to do with them, but also to do with what you know about you. So what I mean by that is looking at segmenting people by. What was the theme and the type of lead magnet? How did they end up on your list? Because if you know they're interested in, I don't, in DIY, then you might help them to understand how to do things themselves. Whereas if they opted in to find out about services you could do for them, you're gonna you're gonna treat them differently and give them different information. So. Also, you might know things about what have they purchased from you? What kind of content of yours do they engage with? If you've got an email platform that integrates with your website in a way that you can you can track which blog articles and types of content or podcast episodes or videos that they engage with, then again, you can segment them based on that to increase the relevance. And the reason to increase the relevance is to make sure every time they receive an email from you, they've got a reason to open that email. The reason is... This person is definitely going to tell me something that's going to help me, make me feel good, or any one of the other types of value that we talked about in a previous episode. Yeah. So I think the more you can talk to people and they know that it's working for them and they know that you are directly talking to them, the better this is going to get. And you know what? If you do all of this stuff uh, more better and, and pay more attention to it, then you can do the next one, which is something we talk about all the time. This is a year where I think email frequency is going to increase. And thank everybody for that. Like we definitely want more people sending better emails. As long as the emails are good, as long as they're relevant, as long as they're uh, going to engage people, we encourage you to start sending more emails. So, you know, obviously at Email Marketing Heroes, if you're on our email list, then we email you every single day, 365 days of the year, unless you choose to not receive those daily emails, which some people do. That's okay too. They still get to go through our special promotions we're doing every once in a while. So I think the really cool thing here is that every every marketer on earth, every business owner on earth, every entrepreneur on earth could be sending more emails, could up their email frequency to 
a few times a week or even daily without it taking over their entire lives, without it feeling like they've not got time to do anything else. And so I think as more and more people start to adopt our strategy of email more often, email more often, we're seeing in 100% of the cases where people are emailing more often, we're seeing people say, my engagement has never been this high. I've never had this many replies. My open rates are going up, not down, or, or you know, remaining the same, they're going up. So there's more and more evidence for that from every niche you can imagine that emailing more often is working and it's important. So we'd encourage you as you go into 2021, as you're working through 2021 right now, focus on how can I start to increase the frequency of my emails, whilst of course by abiding by all of the rules that we've just laid out for engagement and value and segmentation. Yeah, the great thing about incre- increasing frequency as well is that yes, you get to build your reputation, you get you get to be in front of people. But the, the really big thing that frequency solves, if you look at marketing as a bigger picture, the problem that most marketing has is if you know the old classic marketing triangle of the three M's: mo- the message, the market, and the media or the medium, depending on which model you, you study, you can solve having a really strong, powerful message. Your offer could be amazing and you could be sending it to the right people via the platform. They love receiving it. They love Facebook. You're showing the perfect offer with the right wording as a Facebook ad. That could be great. The problem is the moment, which is that fourth dimension of this triangle, if that moment, the timing is not right because they're currently not focused on that thing. They don't have the money right now. They've got uh, they've got it penned in to focus on that exact thing at a certain time in the future. And that's not right now. Then the only way to solve the moment problem, the timing problem, is to be there at the moment they are ready to make that purchase. And most people give up on them before they get to that thing. Oh, well, I've put them through this super sale campaign and it was as discounted as ever going to be and I made it urgent and it doesn't matter if it's now it's not the right time for them to study the thing or to use the thing. They'll buy it now and use it later. Guess what? Human beings don't work like that. Human beings go, well, it's obviously just not the right time for me right now. I'll see what's around at the time. So make sure that we increase frequency to increase that relationship, increase our reputation, and be there at the very moment that they are ready to make that happen. So that's the very important EVS framework. Uh, that stands for, it's EVSF, EVS, uh, EVS. EVS so uh, F uh, stands for engagement, value, segmentation, and frequency. I, I think this is going to really catch on. Mate. I think we've uh, I think we've nailed this. Um, and if you, if you all of those things, I think that's really going to give you the biggest possible boost with your email marketing in 2021. Huzzah! Let's talk about this a bit more, though, because uh, this is not the end. And you're thinking, okay, how do I do this? Like, how do I increase my engagement? How do I make sure I'm giving value in my market? Totally understand. Every one of our businesses is different, and the way we apply this is different. We'd love to help you out for free. Just come and join us in our free Facebook group. Hurl open your Facebook right now. Search for The Email Marketing Show Community, and we're in there every single day talking about email marketing, entrepreneurship, and applying this stuff to your business. But before we go, we're going to go into this week's subject line of the week, subject line of the week. And I'm going to let you take it this time. Okay, yes. So I, I hurled open my old uh, email marketing today and had a little look at... Um, so one of my markets is that I is I teach entertainers how to grow their businesses using the exact same email marketing strategies that we teach. And my, my subject line, it was a bit of a naughty one. So it was uh, shaving the marine downstairs. 
Yeah, well, it does sound a little bit like I'm I'm, I'm having some kind of um, waxing regime going down on my own uh, self. But basically, the whole point of this was, again, following our e- our daily email strategy that, that we use, um, I was speaking to a downstairs neighbour, and uh, and he was saying that basically he he had recently got a hair transplant right so he went to Turkey had a hair transplant flew back and then I noticed the other day when I was uh, I was coming back from shopping or something that he'd shaved his head I was like what so you've you've spent all this money thousands of pounds getting your getting your hair redone and then you've shaved it all off and so I felt like there was a really good story in that like that's, it's an interesting story about somebody doing that and then of course segued into this idea that there are many times that we feel in our business where we're basically paying all this money doing all this stuff to get the hair transplant and then we're just shaving it off how many times are we doing that and wanting to make sure that we don't keep doing that and make sure we lay the foundations and then we actually act upon them and follow these things through love it that's a great subject line of the week subject line of the week there you go there you go if you've enjoyed this episode and no doubt you have make sure you hit the subscribe button we're here every single week with a brand new episode more lovely goodness we'll be here next week with a very special guest and then back to me and Kennedy the following week and if you've enjoyed this episode specifically grab the link share it on social media put this in front of more people who you want to help them with their email marketing that was a terrible sentence but you get the idea we get the idea yes let's help more people do great email marketing we'll see you all next week cheers Rob Evs for...